The Utah Jazz are on top of the NBA. The 76ers find a way to slow De'Aaron Fox. Steph Curry puts the Spurs on skates. Get out the Zamboni. The Mavs have stopped playing the national anthem. And Jimmy Butler stopped playing basketball. What is this, soccer with all the acting out there? Hey, my name's Tass Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA for Wednesday, February 10th. De'Aaron Fox of the Sacramento Kings, he's taken the league by storm. He was player of the week last week, playing out of his head, and now he'll win the award of guy that teams and coaches focus on. Take the Sixers, for instance. They put Matisse Thibel on him in the fourth to slow him down on a very hot night. The Kings led after three, but Fox struggled in the fourth, shooting only three of 13. He was going for it. It was a great night overall, 34 points, 10 assists, and six rebounds. He will learn to be the number one guy. The loss snapped Sacramento's four-game win streak. Ben Simmons was a huge difference in this game. Defensively, along with Matisse Thibel, and offensively, too. Let's give him a little love there. What a stat line. My fantasy team thanks you, Ben. You're the man, Ben. Joel Embiid had 25 points, 17 boards, and 6 assists. Hello, and 14 free throws. People don't complain about him getting to the line. Yet. The Golden State Warriors played the Spurs on back-to-back nights. This time, the Warriors won. The difference was DeJounte Murray coming back to earth. He had a 27-point night the night before. Down to eight the following night. Steph Curry did the exact same thing. The exact same point total. 32 points, although it was nastier. I shouldn't say it was exactly the same. It was far dirtier. He did the Spurs oh so dirty, losing guys all over the place. Spurs were playing in their old Fiesta jerseys. Maybe they went back in time. Didn't realize that guys shoot threes now. Curry has hit four threes, four threes, excuse me, in 12 straight games. That ties the second longest streak in NBA history. How consistent is that? MVP candidate Curry is up to second in the NBA in scoring at about 30 points per game. He scored 741 points this season. Sorry to barrage you with the stats, but Michael Jordan is the only guy who scored more through his team's first 25 games at age 32 or older in NBA history. Old guy doing it. Yeah, Steph is old. He's almost 33. That stat via ESPN, and I cannot help but put a Michael Jordan stat in what you need to know when I see it. It's like a tick. I cannot help it. The Knicks and Heat played their second half of a doubleheader. It was an ugly game. It was nasty, filled with terrible acting performances by Jimmy Butler, especially. He was withering on the floor, pretending to be hit in the eye. He said post-game he learned his acting from his buddy Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Derek Rose made his debut for the New York Knicks, and Coach Tom Thibodeau, was scrupulous with Rose's minutes. He played every one of those minutes with rookie Emmanuel quickly. So not to worry, Knicks fans. To this point, Rose sang doing all the right things about bringing the young guys along. And he looked spry. He looked happy to be there, ready to be a vet. 14 points off the bench, although the Knicks lost as R.J. Barrett couldn't tie it at the buzzer. Ugh, he wants that one back, I'm sure. The Utah Jazz continue to shoot, shoot, shoot. They're shooting threes at a torrid pace this season, and it keeps leading to wins. The most wins in the NBA, in fact. They shot 48 threes against Boston on 84 field goal attempts. That's a ridiculous rate. My question, can they keep up the volume, and can they keep making them? And if your best player has bought in like Donovan Mitchell has, well, that's the first step. They are playing differently this season under Quinn Snyder, and Donovan Mitchell has bought in. 36 points for him against Boston on 13 three-ball attempts. 
And this was without Mike Conley for the Utah Jazz. Jalen Brown had 33 in the loss. The Celtics have dropped to 12 and 11. They're supposed to be a finals contender this season. But I think there are some excuses built in that make sense. They've had a rocky season. Jason Tatum missed a couple weeks due to COVID protocol. They're missing their starting backcourt. Okay, Kemba Walker is there playing, but he doesn't look like Kemba at all after coming back from that knee injury. And Marcus Smart isn't playing right now. Their heart and soul. Speaking of their heart and soul, Kevin Durant wasn't playing for the Brooklyn Nets. Is he their heart and soul? I don't know. But they look despicable against the Detroit Pistons. Their big three continue to struggle. I guess it's a big two right now. They've lost three in a row. They let the Pistons walk all over them. The Pistons shot 56%. Wide open shot after wide open shot. The Nets are lousy versus bad teams. They're 7-11 and against teams with a record below 500. They don't get up for those games. I think that Kevin Durant is their vocal leader. It's kind of strange to say that KD would be their vocal leader, kind of a quiet guy, but he's the one trying to get people amped. And maybe that's an issue, that they don't have enough of that. Their three straight losses are without Kevin Durant, essentially. He left that first game because of COVID protocol. He was angry. He threw a water bottle. Kyrie had 27 in this game, but he struggled to shoot the three. He said his right index finger sprain, quote, sucks after the game. And it looked that way with the way he was shooting the three. Jeremy Grant continues his most improved player campaign with 32 points for the Pistons in a win. The Pelicans have come around in a convincing win over the Rockets. Everybody looking good. Yeah, Zion Williamson played well. Yeah, Brandon Ingram had an efficient night. Yeah, Lonzo Ball hit three more threes. This is the best Lonzo Ball I've ever seen in the NBA. I enjoy watching him. But it was the bench chipping in for the Pels. Josh Hart, a 6'5 guard forward. 20 points, 17 rebounds. Oh, my goodness. In 40 minutes of play. You know Stan Van Gundy is going to keep playing Josh Hart a ton. Kyra Lewis, the 19-year-old kid from Alabama, had 10 off the bench. And the player formerly known as Willie Hernan Gomez. Where's Willie? Oh, he's Guillermo now. 14 and 10 off the bench for them. Pelicans have won four in a row. It's a muddled playoff picture in the West. The Rocks are still a part of that playoff picture, but they desperately miss their best player, in my opinion, Christian Wood. No disrespect to John Wall or Victor Oladipo, who sat out the second game of a back-to-back Portland beat the Orlando Magic. Damian Lillard scored 36 points, but Carmelo Anthony was the story. With his 23 points, he has moved past Oscar Robertson into 12th place on the NBA's all-time scoring list. Congratulations to Carmelo Anthony. The Magic just can't win these days. They're 3-14 in their last 17 games. The Dallas Mavericks have stopped playing the National Anthem before games. The Athletics' Tim Cato reported that owner Mark Cuban was the one who made that decision, although there was no comment from the organization. The Mavericks are believed to be the first professional North American sports team to cease playing the anthem before games in recent years, although it is an NBA rule that teams must play the anthem. However, this season is different. An NBA spokesperson told The Athletic on Tuesday that, quote, under the unique circumstances of this season, teams are permitted to run their pregame operations as they see fit. Will this change the league's policy for next season? Will other teams follow the Mavs? The guys will get into it a little bit more on the full No Dunks episode here on Wednesday. And I will be back to tell you what you need to know as fast as I possibly can here on Thursday. I'll see you then.